Welcome back to another episode of Let's Talk About It. Today we're going to go into Game 1 of the World Series. And we're going to talk about friends and stress because today has been very stressful. And let's just talk about it. So, diving right in. The game tonight at 8.40 p.m., if I remember correctly from about five minutes ago, checking what time the game starts. I have terrible memory. We're not going to talk about it. But tonight is game one of the World Series. Woo! Yay! Um, we have the Dodgers against the Rays. Now, here's the thing. I was looking at who was starting... But the starting pitcher is going to be for both teams. And I saw something peculiar. The Dodgers are starting Clayton Kershaw. Yes. Yes, you heard it right here, ladies and gentlemen. I am almost absolutely sure that the Dodgers are starting Clayton Kershaw. Here's the thing. Kate Clayton Kershaw used to be one of the biggest names in baseball. He probably still is. But someone else is stealing his thunder. Mookie Betts. Mookie Betts is stealing Clayton Kershaw's thunder. I cannot even speak his name right now. But that can be problematic because here's the thing. Clayton Kershaw started one of the games against the Braves over this postseason championship. They, um, you know, lost to the Braves after they started Clayton Kershaw. And that is the first time, if I'm remembering correctly from my terrible memory that we aren't going to talk about because we know that it's terrible, if I'm remembering correctly, Clayton Kershaw had never lost to the Braves in postseason until 2020. So, as a starting pitcher, so uh, there could be a problem given the fact that the Rays are debatably better than the Braves, given the fact that the Rays are in the World Series and the Braves are not. So there could be a problem with the fact that Clayton Kershaw is starting. If Clayton Kershaw was starting pitcher against the Braves and they lost, how is he going to be good enough to pitch well enough for the Dodgers today against the Rays? Now, yes, this may all seem confusing, but point being... He needs to step his game up if he is going to be starting pitcher and doing this in the World Series, especially if he's going to start being heavily relied on, which I doubt that he will because there are so many other pitchers. But, 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 let's just hope that Clayton Kershaw's pitching and Mookie Betts's outfielding can do the trick for them if they feel like, yes, they actually want to win this year and this time that they are in the World Series. Now, here's the other thing. The Rays are actually pretty good. Um, obviously, they made it to the World Series. So, the Rays have a chance. They both have a chance. They're, 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 they both have a chance to win. Obviously, that's why they're playing each other. But the thing is, is the Rays are good. But are they good enough to not have Mookie Betts still every good thing that happens because as we saw the Dodgers against the Braves Mookie Betts was just robbing people 
of possible runs. It was absolutely crazy. Now, let's just hope that that doesn't happen. Me being and wanting the Rays to win. Wanting them to just take the World Series and be like, here we go. Our time to go. Let's do this. Um, I hope that they have enough in them to win the World Series. Because that would be honestly amazing watching not only Tampa's team for hockey win the Stanley Cup, but watching them win the World Series for baseball. That would be just so cool. For me personally, because I did used to live there, and while I lived there, nothing like this ever happened while I was there, but it would just be pretty cool to see that happen. So, this week, and while the World Series games are being played, one of the probably most talked about topic that I will ever, ever, ever do is recapping the World Series games. It's going to be one of the most stable, consistent topics that's going to happen on this podcast for this week alone. And yes, I'm so sorry if you don't find this interesting at all. I find it fascinating because I'm me. But it just, it blows my mind watching teams. Yes, just this is going to be one of the most stable and consistent topics that we will talk about. So, today, we're going to watch the Rays and the Dodgers battle it out in Game 1 and see how well the Rays' offense can hold up against Mookie Betts because Mookie Betts is honestly amazing. Props to the Dodgers for him. And... We're going to watch Clayton Kershaw. I'm going to watch Clayton Kershaw and see how he does against the Rays tonight. Now, today was stressful. Today is stressful only because I just realized... How much work I have to do for my classes. See, I love my teachers to death most of the time. I have had almost zero homework to be brought home from school because I finish all my assignments in school and I'm such a good student and I do all my work and blah, blah, blah. And yeah, except for today, except for this week, something is off with this week. It's not right. Something is wrong. I don't know what's wrong, but I have been bringing homework home every day of the week, and it's only Tuesday. Stop bringing homework home. Stop making me bring homework home. I am just over it. That and me ruining my sleep schedule to watch postseason games, like... Come on now. Guys, make the games at like 5 o'clock, please, so I can get some decent sleep. No. But the amount of work, I have like six assignments due for one class. I have 
four assignments due for another class. I have a project that I'm working on in another class. And the only class that I don't have any homework for is JROTC. What? What do you mean you have no... I mean I have no work for JROTC. It it shocks me. It shocks me. But it is what it is. I also am just... I think that this year is overwhelming. Just, it in itself is overwhelming because of all the things that have been happening with COVID. It just has been crazy because we're dealing with COVID. We're dealing with going to school with COVID. And I think at this point, it has finally caught up to me how stressful the school year is going to be. Now, I have my priorities in place, and I feel like everyone else has their priorities in place, but then I see people breaking down in the hallways, crying, and it's like, okay, so, I'm not the only one who has no idea what she's doing, no idea what's gonna happen, it it just, yes, I have been seeing a lot of people struggling, I know a lot of people are struggling mentally, a lot of people are struggling academically, a lot of people are just struggling, and that's okay. It's okay to struggle. The things that are going on right now with COVID are not normal. And it's okay to be struggling with anything that you're struggling with. I mean, regardless of whether or not we're in COVID or not, it's still okay to struggle. Everyone has struggles. And I feel like at times, it's human nature. We feel we need to be in control of everything. And then we start seeing that we can't control everything. And that freaks us out. It freaks us out. Because we're so used to being in control of our life, in control of the things that are going on around us, that when something comes up that we cannot control, and we can't control the outcome, or we can't control what's going on in the moment, we start worrying. Because we want something. We want something to happen. We want to create our own outcomes but sometimes that just doesn't happen and I feel like right now specifically a lot of people are struggling with the fact that they cannot control everything that's going on and it happens it happens it's okay but I feel like we do need that reminder once in our lives or a few times in our lives not once but many times that we're not going to be able to control everything and that's okay if we really feel the need that we need to control things in our lives that's okay create a list of things that you can control if you can control certain things in your life Make them aware to yourself. Try sorting out the things that you can't control from the things that you can. Once you sort those out, it'll start being more clear to you the things that you can control and you will stop being so stressed. When you realize That there are so many things that you can't control that you haven't really been controlling in the first place. 
then you kind of realize, oh, I guess I don't need to be in control of everything. Everything is not under my control. But these things I can control, and I'm going to control them the best that I can. Now, it does get hard. There are some things that the line is very blurry on whether or not you can control it. And that's okay. Just pick out the things within that one thing that you can control and leave the rest up to life. Leave the rest up to life. Because if you can't control it and you try controlling it, you're only working yourself up more. You're only using more energy, wasting your energy and your time on things that you cannot control. And then you get stressed, and then you get overwhelmed, and then you break down. Prioritize things. Create a list of what you can and cannot control. Focus on the things that you can control. Start letting go of the things that you can't, and you will see a huge change in your life. Now, friends, friends, friends is a very, very tricky subject, tricky topic, but I feel like we all need to just talk or listen or think about friends. See, there are so many different types of friends out there that our brain can't even comprehend it. There, I just, just hear me out. There's that one person where you're kind of friends with them, kind of not. They talk to you, but they don't. There's the friend where they never talk to you in school, but they'll talk to you over social media, or they'll talk to you on messages, or just not in person. There's the friend that talks to you only in school and never texts you, or messages you, or anything outside of school. There's the person who only uses you when they need something. And any other time, they just ignore you. There's so many different types of friends out there. And I feel like sometimes we don't realize that certain types of friends are just not healthy. And it's sad because you can be so, so close to somebody. You can be extremely close to somebody. You can know somebody for five, eight years and be just the closest two people that you will ever know, that you will ever see, just extremely close. But then somebody's attitude changes. One of the two people, one of them changes. There's always going to be somebody who changes. Everybody changes every day without even realizing it. And that other person starts noticing the change. And sometimes, you know, sometimes you just, sometimes you drift apart. Sometimes you do. And it happens. It does. I've drifted away from so many people that I never thought I would ever have to live a day without. I have drifted away from so many friends. And it's, it's sad. It's sad. It is. But it happens. 
then there are those friends, you know, where you guys are so close and you're so inseparable. But they are so suffocating. My god, they are suffocating. But you love them to death. Now, I have a few, few friends that are like that. And that's okay. They can be suffocating. That's great. It shows me you care. Thank you for suffocating me with your love. But let me breathe. I'm kidding. I Please, suffocate me. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm kidding. But... There are so many different types of friends, and we just sometimes have to think about the friendships that we want in our lives. Because sometimes, when the peop- when people change, it's a very slow process. It happens over months. It doesn't happen overnight. It happens over a span of a few months, probably a few years. And you realize that This person is becoming someone that you don't want to be friends with. This person is becoming someone who's toxic, someone who just... You don't want to be around. And you really have one of two choices. You can... Well, you have three choices. You can stay and not say anything. And continue to let them hurt you. Or be a bad friend to you. You can just... And not say anything. Or. You can. Give them a heads up. Like hey you've been acting weird lately. Over the past few months. I've noticed that you've changed this this and this. And it's not really fitting. With who I want. To be in my life. Who I want to be friends with. Can we work it out? Can we find a balance? Can we do something Don't ask them to change. Just ask to find a balance. Or you can just try to leave. Sometimes we need to realize or think about or decide for ourselves when it's time to have that discussion of, hey, things are different. Can we talk about it? Can we work something out? Or, hey, I can't deal with this. Goodbye. Because I know that a majority of people will sit there and blame themselves. They'll overthink. They'll be like, no, they aren't acting this way. They'll be in denial. But it's not healthy. Surround yourself with people who support you. Surround yourself with people who will support you, bring you up, cheer you on, who are there for you just as much as you were there for them. Because the thing is is you can give so much effort, so much energy and time and everything that you have into your friendships and get nothing back. That happens more often than we think. And it's not okay. And you're not being an inconvenience for asking to help change and help figure out something that works for both of you. Because you matter too, just as much as they do. Your opinions, your feelings, your emotions towards a friendship matter just as much as the other person. And 
here are the red flags. If you start bringing, if you start bringing stuff up and asking, can we do this? Can we find something? And they get mad. That is a red flag. If they tell you that it is a stupid idea, that is a red flag. If they bring you down or aren't willing to talk about it, that is a red flag. That means that they are using you. And being used sucks. It sucks pretty much every place that I have been where I have made friends I've had at least somebody use me in some sort of way it sucks it is draining don't let yourself fall into it notice the red flags if they're bringing you down instead of supporting you and it is not just constructive criticism it's insults Low-key, subtle insults. That's a red flag. Find people. Surround yourself with people who care. And it's hard, like I've been saying for the past 10 minutes, it is hard to find that balance. It is hard to find people who care. Because people change so often, and that's okay. Because you keep meeting new people Every step, every few years, you keep meeting new people. I have met new people this year in my sophomore year alone. I have met at least 10 new people that I consider friends. New people. People I did not know from last year. And that's okay because right now during... High school, middle school, you're finding out the people who you can trust. No, you may not ever see these people again, but along the way, through your middle school and high school career, you will find people who will stick by your side. And that's what this time is for in regards to friendships, is finding people who are going to stick by your side no matter what. Because I guarantee you, you'll have at least one or two people from both middle school and high school that will be by your side through everything. Find people who support you. Drop the people who are not giving constructive criticism but are insulting you over everything. Who are shoving you off as if you're worthless. Who are using you for their own benefit. Those people need to go. Those are toxic. We don't want toxic. Find a balance. Everything will be okay. I just felt like I had to share that because it's important to stop and take a look at who's really in your who is in your life and who's really good. Who are the good people? And if you don't know, then observe. Pay attention. See what happens. Just find the good people. And that is it for today's episode of Let's Talk About It, where we talked about game one of the World Series, and we talked about friends, and we talked about stress, because those three are all very important topics for today. So, 
Um, tomorrow, we have me not injuring myself. We're going to go over and break down Game 1 of the World Series and prep for Game 2. And also, tomorrow is the day before the last presidential election of 2020. Um, I found out some interesting news. They're going to cut the audio off of each candidate after two minutes has been up. So that means no over-talking while the other candidate is talking. Now, I do find this to be, one, somewhat ridiculous, but at the same time, it does make sense because Trump did have a tendency to go over his two minutes and he had the tendency to interrupt all the time. Oh my goodness, that was such a comedy show and it was so hilarious. But that is all that I have for you today. I hope you all had a very good Tuesday. Have a great rest of your afternoon. And I will see you back here tomorrow on Let's Talk About It. Peace.